0: Good day, fellow YouTubers. So, today I am here, Peter Holm, bringing you the first episode of Ecumenical. So, what are we going to talk about? Kind of whatever I feel like. So, it's going to be more free-flowing, similar to what I do with Crosses and Graces, but what I want to do here is just like, if I have some compulsion to go over X, Y, or Z, we're going to talk about it. So, today, here we are, the last day of the liturgical year. What does that mean? All right. Well, on the Catholic calendar, in terms of how we start and end, the very beginning of the calendar is Advent, moves into Christmas, moves into Septuagesima, so preceding the Lenten period, Then we get to Lent, big one because it's all the prep for Easter. Then we get to Pentecost, so the uh, season after, so we go season after Easter, and then go through that twenty-four to twenty-six weeks in that ballpark, and then start back over again every year. So. The Catholic liturgical year starts on the first Sunday of Advent. So I don't know if you've ever read the liturgical year. I highly recommend it. Abbot Dom guerin in France in the mid to late 19th century started to capture all of the liturgical traditions of the church in order to ensure that they would be preserved. So in there, book number one of 15 of them is Advent. If you want to go and check out the calendar in terms of where we go from here and how the liturgical year progresses, and not only the proper of time in terms of the seasons, but also the proper of the saints, in terms of which saints have their feast days on particular days, head over to pseudoclasm.wordpress.com and you can follow along. So we've been posting out there for a few years now, and you are welcome to join us and make sure you keep in tune with your traditional liturgy and the traditional liturgical seasons. So why am I talking today though? Advent is really the focus I want to get to, okay? So we're getting ready to start. Brand new liturgical year. We just finished up 2021, and man, I'm assuming you guys are in a similar boat to me. It's been a doozy, right? Traditionis Custodis, funds with all sorts of other worldly events in terms of uh, plagues and whatnot, right? It's been a lot. And here we are, close out of the liturgical year. The traditional calendar, the feasts leading in, so I should say the the liturgical celebrations on those Sundays, closing out the season of Pentecost, ordinary time. They're really focused on the end of the world. How focused are we on the end of the world? Are you focused on the end of the world? And when you stop for a minute and say, hey, why do we even go to Mass? Well, one of the things we really need to be thinking about is in Mass, what are we doing? We're sitting there in commemoration of the sacrifice that our Lord gave on the cross to the Father, With the Blessed Mother, John the Evangelist, right there with him to help this sacrifice be offered, right? They did it in unison with him. They joined our Lord in offering. You and I, 2,000 years removed from that event, now have the Mass as the extension of that infinite sacrifice. Really cool. But again, death is the only way that entire sacrifice could come about so that our Lord could offer that sacrifice to the Father. So what does that mean for you and me? We share in that experience. We share in that offering. When we take communion in a state of grace, we share in the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord, and we take that in. But it is all focused on death. Why? Because this life is like that long. Almost nothing, right? Over in a blink. When we talk about St. Augustine, he looks at how short this life is compared to eternity, and we're supposed to be prepping for that eternity every day in how we live, think, and, like I said, in the Mass. So the liturgical year sets us up for this contemplation. Now here's the deal. So we close out the end of the liturgical year with death, the end of the world, things closing down and getting ready for a new beginning, right? Advent is that beginning. Now, the problem in the modern world that we all have, Advent is filled right now and has been since the end of October, I think, With Christmas stuff. This is a big no-no. We don't do celebrations for Christmas yet. Why? Because Christmas comes with our Lord, who, when we look at the liturgical calendar, our Lord hasn't shown up yet. He is still preparing his advent, his coming forth, his showing of himself to all of us. And then you and I, in this period, these four weeks leading up, to what will be a Christmas celebration, you and I need to be asking ourselves, are we ready to receive our Lord? Because ponder for a moment, as opposed to just going to Mass, and depending on how your imagination is and the depth of the understanding of what's going on at the altar and all of that, do you stop to wonder, what if this Christmas, Christ actually comes back in the flesh? Are you ready for that? do you feel confident enough that you could go to our lord and be like hey i did some awesome stuff with my life and i followed you and i was totally perfect i'm highly doubting that's the case i know it's not the case for me i know it's not the case you know for a lot of people got it but then what does that mean for all of us well then we should be using this period right now to prepare ourselves with prayer and penance and reflection for the coming of our lord to make sure that we can be in as good a state as possible so that by the time christ will return on christmas we are in his good graces and we can not only experience the fullness of the joy and happiness the, everything that comes with christmas but we can share that with everyone else and it's cool because then we take what is a penitential season and we cap it with a celebration now penance if you'll notice when you go to mass tomorrow and for anyone who's watching this after the liturgical year has started in advent all of the liturgical garments are purple it's a penitential color this came into effect with the council of trent and made sure that then purple was now going to be substituted for black because hey prior to that point prior to the 1500s the color for advent and lent was black why is that have you ever been to a funeral mass usually especially the traditional ones they keep it the modern novus ordo don't really as much but the tr- traditional color was black because it's a penitential it's a sorrowful thing we're supposed to be thinking about this person who has passed on and we're supposed to wonder whether or not this person died in a state of grace and now hopefully they did so we're going to pray for them and if they didn't stop for a minute and reflect on ourselves and say hey did i do everything i need to do so if i died this instant if i died tomorrow if i died a week from now am i going to go to heaven or am i going to go to hell and we all need to be thinking about this right That black color, and now the purple color are what allow us to focus ourselves on this penance we're supposed to be offering and saying, hey, I'm not worthy to be with you, Lord. I need to get better myself. This period is for us to do that. So we think about everything that happens in preparation. We think about what Joseph was doing as he's preparing to take the holy family to Bethlehem to figure all this stuff out for the census and make sure they have everything sorted, okay? Stressful time period, right? And our, our Blessed Mother is expecting. Think about Mary in this period in terms of where she's at and getting on in her pregnancy and still having to make this trek to Bethlehem for the census and all the details that had to be taken care of, right? Even if she is confident in what is supposed to come, it still has to be somewhat inconveniencing and painful. There are penances there from her as well. And think of our Lord in terms of knowing that there are a series of things he's about ready to do, and this is all of his build up to this culminating moment that would be his coming at the very first Christmas. Super cool, right? Now, we can't focus penitentially and give of ourselves and reflect inwardly and pause if we're celebrating, right? no celebrations yet. I get it. Modern world, you're going to have birthdays. You're going to have your work Christmas parties and things like that, or holiday parties, whatever they call them these days. You're going to have all those things that are going to interfere. Got it. But when you can control it, think about what you do penitentially. Think about what you're doing to be patient and let this period be a time of purification and preparation for you, for your family, for all of us, all right, for your parish. What are you doing to make sure that we are being more pure? We are getting closer to God in everything we do and farther from this fallen and corrupt world. What are you doing on that front? All right. Think about that in this time period because we got four weeks of it, right? This is our mini Lent. This is not Lent from the standpoint of six weeks and all of the other mandatory penances that accompanied that and traditionally accompanied it. I'm talking about at least for this one. Think about if there's something you can give up this Advent to get closer to our Lord. Because if we have a full belly, we're very comfortable, we're very unlikely to go right up and be like this with Jesus, right? Because of the full belly and comforts of the flesh and a whole bunch of other distractions, it ensures that there's no way we can ever focus on our Lord because we're focusing on all the pomps and circumstance and flashy things of this world, which he didn't make. So he didn't make all the Christmas lights and Christmas ornaments and cookies and all the food. And he didn't go and make all these concerts and all these parties. That's men did all of that, right? Now, are those things bad? No, those things can be good when rightly ordered. Right now, let's think about what we got to do to make sure we're ready for Christ. Because Catholics, if we're doing this right, we don't even put decorations up until the week of Christmas. Because we're supposed to be thinking about this reflection and whether or not we're prepared and how solemn the occasion is. Our Lord is getting ready to come so that by the time Christmas shows up, then what do we do Christmas week, now we decorate because when our Lord shows up, now we party. We have 40 days of celebration from December 25th until February 2nd. Let's not blow it up front and be all burned out like the rest of the world is throwing our Christmas tree in the trash December 26th. You and I are Catholics. And anyone who isn't Catholic who's watching this, try this. It's way better to celebrate Christmas truly for 40 days in the bleakness that is January, but have the light of Christ and the celebration and all of the family and, and the get togethers and everything we can do in that period. It's so much more fulfilling to order it right because then by the time Christmas closes out, guess what? That liturgical year carries on and now we start moving into Lent. It's so cool. So I hope all of this was kind of helpful today, but I want to make sure you guys are thinking about Advent. All right, think about Advent. Think about your relationship with Jesus Christ and whether or not you're getting closer or farther from him and use this time period to make it better. So our first episode of Ecumenical, what do you think? What do you want to see? I'm happy to go and do episodes on anything because I talk a lot, but I figure you guys have stuff you want to learn too. Happy to help as always. I want to make sure check out all the stuff we have on pseudoclasm.wordpress.com we have a whole bunch of material out there if there's more prayers you need on this youtube channel to help learn stuff please mention it in the comments i'll be happy to add it for you um let's make sure if you like this stuff like it share it tell other people about it i'm gonna do more off the cuff as we keep going more things that we find Uh, in terms of stuff that you need to learn and we need to make sure we're communicating out there because it's really hard to understand what being a Catholic is supposed to be this day and age while the clergy is just off the reservation, while we have laypersons going every which way and the world continuing to try to obfuscate and mess with everything that is traditional and Christian, right? So I'm here. I'm happy to help you all. Thanks again for joining me and I'll see you soon. So, all right. In the meantime, As always, St. Joseph, pray for us. See you later.